Hello, listeners. Hello, listeners. It is so good to be back on the podcast. I am here with one of the most requested guests from the class. Someone who I sit next to every day. I have the pleasure of listening to her sweet, sweet voice. Once you hear it, you would want, you'll want to make it into a little blanket and cuddle up with it all winter. The sweet, the amazing, the beautiful Lola, everybody. Hi, everybody. So, Lola. Yes. Before we do everything, I just want the listeners to get a full introduction to your accent. Is that okay? Yes, that's okay. Oh, you can hear it. You can hear it a little bit. So, just because I'm ridiculous and this has no structure for it, I want you to say a couple of really weird sentences. Um, what would you like me to say? How about the elephant crosses the savanna to get orange juice? The elephant crosses the savanna to get orange juice? That's so random. It is so random. Who thinks of that? Why do I think of that? Is there something wrong with me? Yes, obviously. So I'm here today with Lola in part because you live a very interesting life or you have a very interesting life in part because you're not from here originally where are you from so i'm originally from albania albania so for the listeners out there where is albania so albania is surrounded by greece um (laughs) or on the other side of the sea we have italy and then we have kosovo and can you just say kosovo 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 Kosovo. Kosovo is actually very similar to Albanian traditions. We almost speak the same language. You almost speak the same language as Kosovo. But it's two different, like, countries. Interesting. So it's around the Mediterranean Sea. Yeah. And you were born there. What town in Albania were you born in? So I was born in a very small city. It's called Kavaya, which is about 40, 45 minutes away from the capital. Tirana. There we go. Uh, I know. I tried to impress you today, so I looked it up during class because I knew this was going to happen. And I tried to look up a little bit more Albanian history, but it didn't work at all. So the only thing I can do to impress you today is tell you the capital of Albania. I hope that's enough. It's not, but. So you were born in the. Can you say the city one more time? Kavaya. Kavaya. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how. Do you remember it? Of course. I remember like growing up in my city. <gasps> And we actually had a very nice childhood growing up because we I don't think we had any limitations in terms of like curfew or like what we were or weren't supposed to be doing. So my parents just gave us the freedom to go out and explore. So we had like the privilege, the privilege of um, living that storybook life that most children read about, like going to the ponds, gadget frogs or all of those or playing with weird creatures like snakes we did all of that growing up so you were like big into the outdoors out there yes you were big now is it a city or is it more like a rural setting um it's where i live is a city but where my like in the center where my relatives are a little bit more like to the outer parts okay so you would frequent between the city and the and the rural ish a village a village sort of and wow, I didn't know how idyllic it was. So like, what would be a typical day for you? Like, what did you enjoy doing? So let's, let's pull this out a little bit. You moved here when? So I moved here in uh, 2005 when I was like around nine. You're around nine years old. So you definitely do have memories of course. from back there. Yes. What are some of your favorite memories from back in Albania? So uh, my favorite memories are 
playing with my friends and my siblings, we would um, go out. Like the thing that comes out to mind first is during spring, um, it'd be really cold outside in the morning, but uh, there weren't like a lot of houses in my area. And on the grass, there'd be like very thick ice forming from the ponds. Mm -hmm. And we would wake up really early in the morning before the sun would rise and just go ice skating with the friends before like the ice melted yeah so i remember that that was like a good memory oh my god that sounds amazing so i didn't realize that that you were such a that you were such a little tomboy a little bit you were out there playing in the bugs going around the sand going around the dirt a little bit it all sounds quite lovely how was school there um education albania is not really okay my mom, she's a she was a math and physics teacher, mm-hmm. and she taught at the same school that I was. Me and my twin brother were at. So Is we that were, pressure? Yes. Because like, if I if my mom was in the same school with me, she would have saw me like flicking boogers at kids. <laughs> there's no, there's no way, I would have gotten in trouble, and the teacher would have been like, "I'm not calling your mom. I'm seeing your mom." But Lola's an angel, so we we probably didn't call her outside the lines as much. But that sounds very pressure. I don't, I don't know it if I like that. that. And then whenever she used to come in the room to check on us. Um, she would come in and we would be so scared of you have to be terrified and it wasn't just us her students in her class were terrified too but now they love her and they admire and they send her Facebook messages all the time so your mom is a what teacher what age in Albania so she would be um, first grade to eighth grade math and physics teacher first grade to eighth grade math and physics teacher yes so she's a smart lady I would like to say so Oh, well, you would like to say so. I know to say so. So, interesting. And so, your school in Albania, it was K, K through 12, K through 8? Um, Over there, it's so weird. They have up to, I think, ninth grade. I'm not too sure. Like, I moved when I was in fourth grade. Yeah, so you don't really so know. I'm not really too particular knowledge about that. So. Did you like your school there? I liked it. Um, I don't remember much of happiness i guess uh, whoa, 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 whoa. you don't remember no, much happiness no, oh my god <laughs> not in that sense because we were so focused on school so there wasn't like um recess or like playtime or you know what i mean it's more of subject subject and then go to school and school would end really early like 12 you'd be out school ends at 12 yeah so what time do you get there like eight or nine and then to 12 and then they would have like two sections it'd be like the morning class up to 12 and then the afternoon class would be like two to Six or oh, so it's not like you're done with school at 12. You just are done with the morning class at 12. No, no, no. We're done with school at 12. And then afterwards, we would leave, go home. And that's it. And then you would do whatever? Yeah, we do whatever. We play outside. And... Interesting. So now how far How far was your school from your house? Were you walking, commuting? Did mom go with you at all? Yeah, we would go every morning because my mom was obviously teaching there. So my dad would drive us in the morning before he would go off to work. But he was like five minutes by car like okay so it sounds like school was very important in your house it was yes. like one of those things where you your parents suspected a lot of you they, it's a lot of pressure it's a it's pressure but they definitely didn't force us to pursue anything uh, major as long as we just did what we loved so there wasn't pressure in terms of rising up academically but being surrounded by a um, household where you know, like dad is anesthesiologist and mom's a math and physics teacher. We're always like surrounded by books and reading all of that. So I guess. Yeah, you're just surrounded by knowledge. You're just around books and academia all the time. So you said something that I want to pull in. Dad is an anesthesiologist. Yes. 
Okay, so for the listeners, how many syllables are an anesthesiologist? Do we have anesthesiologist? That's like seven. We have a real. I'm impressed by him. Was he your hero growing up? I imagine because that's like your dad's a real superhero at that point, right? Yeah. So my dad is really popular in my city. It's I didn't even know this until after I returned back. Everyone knows him over there, but the thing is, I never really spent any time with him. Because he used to come home really late. He would be in surgery uh, during night hours. There would be, like, no limitations on, um, on in terms of schedule-wise. But um, we saw him in the morning when he dropped us to school. And that's it. How was your, um, how was the hospital in the medical system over in Albania? So I went to the hospital once, actually. Just you <laughs> went to the hospital once in Albania? Yeah, just once. Okay. Just to say hi to my dad. Oh, no. Okay, good. You weren't <laughs> sick. Oh, that's lovely. Thank the Lord. Okay, cool. So, dad was working a lot. He was an anesthesiologist. So, mom was doing most of the brunt work in terms of, like, because she was off with you guys. Yeah, so, my mom has been, our, I would say, like, our strong support system since forever. Um, yeah. You know, always encouraging, pushes us, staying on top of us, anything. like. So, she's a great mom. She's awesome. Oh, good. Oh, good. So now dad went to medical school in Albania and your mom got educated in Albania. Yes. Interesting. Did they ever, was the plan to come here? Um, That's actually really, that's a good thing you mentioned it, but they actually tried coming here a lot of times. The way you apply, it's called the lottery. If you translate it, lotaria. And you get Can you just say that one more time just so your accent really, really comes out here? <laughs> Which one? Lottery? Yeah. Okay, so lottery. No, the way you said it. Lotteria. Lotteria. Yeah, yeah, that one. So, yes. Um, so they applied for that, but they didn't get accepted until, like, later on. And then when we did get accepted, they would give you, like, a green card for yeah. you to come here. And they would give you, like, a specific time. And we went to Florida. Uh, that was our first location. Okay, so you're at Florida. And, by the way, it's kind of sad that... Because your parents have skills. Very much needed skills. Mm -hmm. We need math and physics teachers. We need anesthesiologists. And they had such, such a tough time. It makes me sad. I, I don't like it. Um, it is what it is, though, right? I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, that's just the way the cards were stacked against you. But I'm just, it makes me sad because I would love it if we're not going to get political here, but the fact that you guys are all amazing. I've only met you, but if you're any representation of your family, they must all be amazing. And they're so skilled, so smart, so talented. You would hope that we can like push them forward a little bit. Yeah. I mean, my dad, I don't know if he wanted to do medicine here, but he did. He does also have a passion for, um, electrician. Um, yeah. He designed our house in Albania himself. He designed yes. your house in Albania by yourself, yes. by himself, yes. meaning. He had envision of how he wanted the house to look like. And then he made it come true. I mean, like other people worked on it, obviously, but he was the one guiding and directing. Like the architect. And he was like, there, very hands on. Yeah. Doing. He's like, I want it to be this way. And I want this to be this way. Did he do the electrical work in the house? Yes, though? he did. That's what he did. Him and my brother, my twin brother, both of them did all the electrical work. Wow. Yeah. And now, did he just learn electrical, how to become an electrician in Albania? Or how did he learn? Is there, was there formal training? or Never asked him. <laughs> Never asked. Well, I mean, it works because that's what he does here now, yes. correct? He no longer practices medicine. Right. 
does he does he have a desire to go back to practice medicine? I think at some point he does regret it. But then again, I think at this point he just wants to relax, take life easy. I mean, he's been in enough OWARs. You know what I mean? He's like he's earned his keep a little bit. So he's never practiced medicine in the U.S. Only in Albania. Yes. And did he like? Did was he excited to come over here? Or let me let me let me pull this back one layer. How long were they trying to get here for? Not sure. I think it was like a couple of years. A couple, like when you were born. Like afterwards. After you were born. Yes. So I imagine they were probably thinking before, and then you came in. They're like, "All right, we gotta expedite this process a little bit. We have a little girl on the way." Yeah, I think uh, it's every parent wants the best for their child, and maybe like the education or the way they saw matters in Albania, they figured it would be best if we moved to a different location with like better opportunities for us. Yeah, because Albania was a part of the Soviet bloc, correct? So now how do they deal, how are they economically, socially, is it a very progressive place? I don't know much about this. It's tough, it's, it's tough, tough. it's tough. Because you, No, 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 I mean, if the president, I don't know if we have a president in Albania, if they yeah, listen they to this, I'll have your back. I mean, we are not here to denigrate any other countries. We want this to be a positive forum, but Absolutely. just the best that you can, like. I'm at, well, here's the thing, right? We can speculate, but we can also look at their actions, right? They wanted to come here because something was missing in Albania, which they could have gotten here. Yes. We'll leave it at that. Yes. I think, I think that's a very good way to leave it. So now back to you. Every day I find out so much more about Lola and it makes me so happy. You have a twin brother. Yes, I do. You have a twin. You are so close with this twin. I always see you texting him. Mm-hmm. And talk about him a little bit. So my twin brother, his name is Ermal. Um, me and Ermali have always been close together. Obviously, we were born at the same time. But we have only been separated when we went to high school for three years. The first years we went together. And then after that, no. And now he's off to medical school. So I'm really proud of him. But we stick together. We empower each other. There is no competitions, only friendly competition in the heart. So, like, what what are some friendly competitions we're getting into? So, we took an art history class together. And um, I guess Armadi is more into, like, sciences and math. Well, let's pull. What does he want to be when he grows up? He's in medical school. No, but what does he want to go? He he wants to go in the neurosurgery. Neurosurgery, ladies and gentlemen. This man literally wants to play around (laughs) with brains, okay? So, he, we could say he's a little math and science oriented, a little STEM guy. There we go. So when we took art uh, history together, we made a little bet, like who would get higher grades. So Armani would study long before I even opened my books. (laughs) (laughs) Still persists now to today. Exactly. (laughs) And then we would always get the same grade, but it wasn't the same amount of studying time. um, Yeah, bang for your buck. I like your scenario a lot. If I get the same grade, but I study for two hours and he's studying for 10. He studies for a week and a half and i studied for two days we get the same grade um it was great though we had a good time we enjoyed um just the whole experience yeah yeah i imagine having a twin is very good for a lot of reasons number one you have a built-in best friend yes and you have a sibling but the sibling's also your same age so everything that you're experiencing because the life of a sixth grader is very different than a third grader or very different than a ninth grader so even when siblings are close in age just by being the same age do you guys have the same friends? Did you have the same friends in Albania? Or? Uh, in Albania, it was more different because I would usually just hang out with like my girlfriends while Armani would with the like, girls. With the girls. And he's right? with the boys. Exactly. It would yeah. be like that almost all the time. But by the way, natural. It's natural. That's a very natural thing because girls have cooties. They still do, obviously. 
we gotta get vaccinated against those <laughs> routinely. So that um yes but we do it we did have the same and we do have the same mutual friends i think like a couple of years back i organized an, a trip and we all went to maine together all of our mutual friends it was like seven eight of us seven mutual friends and you organized it yes lola's a leader ladies and gentlemen and that's awesome so i think something that we didn't uh discuss but we kind of hinted at was that you've come to the united states where did you come to in the united states so initially i came like in, like in terms of place like in terms of place like where did you go where you settled yeah so initially we came we went to i think it was tampa florida yeah and then um we stayed there for three months and we weren't particular i mean it was great but i guess we wanted something different or maybe we weren't used to it i don't know well it's hot it's hot very hot and, and sticky we were in january too so well it's kind of nice if you went yeah, to florida in january it is very hot and i don't like that but how'd you end up in florida so we have relatives there, actually. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, you have, have relatives down in Florida. And we live with them, and there's a lot of them. They're really great, and they helped us out so much. And So now at this point, when you first come to America, do you speak English? No, I do not speak English coming in. How do what, how, how are mom and dad? My mom just speaks slightly. She spoke, like, communication a while. Nobody else spoke. Like grocery English. Yeah. Like you can get grocery. Yeah. So yeah. you need family. Yes. Because it's so stressful yes. to not, first off, you're moving to another country, right. right? Stress number one, leaving everything behind, fear of the unknown, fear of the grass be of the grass being greener back home. We have a lot of fears going on. Then I can't even communicate with people. Right. So you got to go where family goes. So now you go to Florida for about three months. Yes. Okay. And then you come, you come straight to New York after yeah. that? I come straight to New York for a week, and then it was actually snowing here. So like, it was, okay. So you go? Is it does it snow in Albania? No, we were in Florida. No, it doesn't snow in Albania. What's uh, the weather I'm, like? So it's really nice. It depends really? on where you are. Like if you go in southern Albania, it's going to be slightly warmer. Central where I'm at, it depends. But there's no snow. Northern Albania gets snow. So like where you are, it wasn't that that cold. It's not that cold. It's not like forty. Like forty. They actually don't work with Fahrenheit. They work with Celsius. So. Oh, sorry. God, you just showed me. You just showed how to. Un I'm an old uncultured swine. <laughs> I am uncultured swine. So like forty. I don't. I feel very <laughs> insecure. I feel so insecure right now, everybody. I'm oh so lord. Sorry. No, no, no. This is all me. Don't feel sorry. No, this is your place to shine. Please. This is why I do this podcast to show how un un uninformed I am. Oh my god, I feel so self conscious. It's okay, don't worry. I'm not too great at it, but like every time I talk to someone from Albania and I mention weather, and then I'm like, oh my god, it's 85 in New York, and they look at me like I'm insane because 85 Celsius is like you're almost boiling exactly. a pot of water. Like, what are you talking about? So now, how'd you? So now, how'd you end up in New York? Because you had family in Tampa. Right. So there's a part of me that thinks. If I'm going somewhere completely new and I have some semblance of family and I've been there for three months, I have some inertia on my side of just being like, okay, I know where this grocery store is. I know where the school is. I know that. But it's Florida. We don't want to disrespect Florida. What if I have a listener in Florida? No. I don't. Listen, Florida is great, but you need a car to get anywhere in Florida. And school also, like, we went with school buses. So it's not like we walk to school, you know? Well, but, well, it sounds like you're, it's kind of the antithesis of your childhood in Albania where you're going out. You're kind of have free range. You're in Florida. So you, it's just culturally very, very different. Yes, that's true. Did you experience a lot of culture shock when you came here? Well, yes, of or, course. Or what What comes to your mind when you came here and you're like, what? These blokes are doing this? 
um in new york in florida i think school was a little bit more lonely for me but in new york it was much more different like teachers were more approaching we had like a wonderful Shout out to the New York school system real fast. Yes. Shout out. Shout out to the New York school system real fast. Y'all doing your thing up there. Yes. We had a separate teacher. She would pull us together, me and my brother, and she would teach us English. She was amazing. And can can we, can we, can we, can we get her name here? I wish I remember. Oh no. I want to plug her. This, she sounds so lovely. She's really We lovely. need, whoever that teacher was, we need more of you. And I just want you to know that you made Lola's day so often. And if you're a teacher listening to this, that's the difference you can yes. make in students. It's really so. Florida was lonely. Why? It was lonely, but mainly because the language is not there. You yeah. Know? So you you can't communicate, and also like new materials and getting used to the place. It's it's. Bound Did to you happen. learn similar things? Like strictly from an academic X and O's book perspective, was algebra was like the books you were learning in Albania similar? Like, did you were you a good student here? Oh, yes. And I was a good student here, and I own it mostly up due to the education back in Albania, because in Albania... Shout out to the Albanian education yes. system. Shout out real fast. They are much more advanced. So when I came over here, I had already known all the materials they were learning. In so like what, like multiplication? Multiplication, we learned that in first, second grade. You learned multiplication in first grade. Yes. Amazing. By the way, you can shout out Albanian education. I'm also going to shout out your parents. Because it's one thing to go to school where they teach it, but to come home and practice it, you got to have some folks on your back a little bit. Yes. A little bit. So now after, so now how'd you end up from Florida to New York? What was the pull away or were you pushed out? I think uh, we weren't too particularly pleased with our experience, mostly because um, maybe it was location, maybe we just didn't. Yeah, sometimes you just don't fit certain exactly. places, just like personality-wise, you know what I mean? Exactly. So now, how did you end up in New York? So I have my uncle here, so we decided to visit him. Uncle, dad's brother? Mom's brother. Mom's brother. So were mom and dad the last, were they like the last flight out of Saigon? Were they the last people out of Albania? You have, so you had family here originally. I had only, I have only my uncle here, so okay. everyone else is separated all over Europe. All over Europe. Yes, and... That's particularly what motivates me to travel out so much. But um, yeah, we came over here because initially we met my uncle and then he was snowing. We liked it. And we told our parents this is where we wanted to live. And Interesting. So you fell in love with New York, York yes. in the, in the winter. Yes. And now where'd your uncle, your uncle lived where? Where'd you visit in New York? So my uncle lives in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Shout out to the BK, everybody. Shout out to the BK. Where in Brooklyn? Um, Bensonhurst. We're all in a Bensonhurst. They are born and raised Bensonhurst. Well, not born and raised. No, raised raised Bensonhurst. And how do you like Bensonhurst? Bensonhurst is wonderful. It's very quiet, um, community-based, multi-ethnicities. So it's right. Yeah, I was going to say, coming from Tampa, where it's probably not so heterogeneous. I mean, it is, right? Because you have the Hispanic population coming from Cuba and those areas coming up. But, you know, it's... I, I guess what I'm trying to go as that if you're an immigrant, New York is the most heterogeneous place to be. It has to be very inviting. And it's also highly populated, so you can easily find your own yeah. cultures and your own ways and even try different cultures. Yeah, which is something you love to do, by the way. Yes. And we're going to talk about that later. But I just want to kind of highlight right now your Brooklyn experience. So you come to Brooklyn. How? So you're probably in what, fifth grade at this point? Yes, I was in fifth grade. Now. 
I imagine that through all this, you this is how you and your brother must be so close. Yes. Because if you're moving all around the country, you don't know anyone. You don't even speak the language. It's like, this is my buddy. Mm-hmm. I got to survive. I got to have friends. Like, this is, I got to grab this person close. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that's just such a good life lesson for the listeners. It's like, if you're going through adversity, like, grab on to someone, man. Reach out. Like, you, that's how bonds are made. Exactly. It's through hardships. Um, yeah. You know, we create close friendships, relationships. But uh, I owe it up to Armani. We have different uh, characters. I think we balance each other really we balance each other really well. So what are know. some things we don't want to like down? We don't want to talk to him bad about a little bit. We'll say, we'll talk good about him. What does he do? How does he balance you? So Armani is, when Armani is, I'm usually a more like calm kind of person and generally very You're calm. chill. Very Your baseline chill. is like a, is like a two out of 10. Exactly. Armani could get really tense up in certain situations. So I try to calm him Like down. stress. Stress really. Is it, is it? personal stress academic i think it's most it's both actually personal armani takes things very personal because he cares very deeply about anything that he does i admire that about him and i also admire that he's really realistic so like sometimes i could be like not thinking rationally about things and he would just pull me right a little idealistic yes and he'll pull me right down well by the way i just want to say even though him you said he cares a lot about what other people think even though that's kind of a bad thing i would say it's one of his strengths Right. right. The fact that he cares what other people think about him, what is he going to do? He's going to put his best foot forward. He's going to work hard. He's going to show people that he was worthy of attention and praise, not just tell them. Right. So even though I, I just want to highlight that, you know, that's a characteristic, a characteristic that's a double edged sword. Mm-hmm. So now what are some things? What are some things that you like about besides being idealistic? What are some things that he does that you that makes you two very close? Are you two very honest with each other? Yes, we're very honest. And I think our relationship got even stronger when I started incorporating our travels together. Okay. Um, so now we usually do most of our traveling together and we plan things. And Armani, before like getting to that step, he would he's really hesitant about it. Like, maybe we should do this. Maybe we should do that. But then when we get to the actual location. Then so you got to like whatever. push him a little bit. You got to push him in the beginning. And then once we get there, he's. So where's the last place you guys went? So last place was this summer. We went to uh, Barcelona in Spain. We went to Venezia, which is Venice, yeah. Italy, uh, Milan. And we went to Switzerland and Albania together. Okay, so many places. <laughs> yes. um, that's all fantastic. And you, just you and your brother? Just me and my brother, yes. Wow. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So just by nature of traveling, you have adversity. Yeah. Right. The train doesn't get here on time. The waiter doesn't speak the same language. You, your luggage is lost, but you are going to go through adversity right. through that. And do you like traveling with them? Yes, it's really fun. Um, I think what we like is that we can leave everything in terms of like stress, school wise, everything. We can just leave it behind and we can just be free to like express ourselves and be our own selves without having to think about other consequences. I mean, obviously we're rational. We do everything for a reason, but I think it's more of our real side coming out. Is that place. what you enjoy most about traveling? The freedom of it, the adventure of it, yes. or do you enjoy, and I, and I don't mean to say like pick one thing you like about traveling, but what comes to mind? What draws you to keep, because you're always traveling. Her Instagram account account is on fleek. It is like designed by Mr. Graham. It is so <laughs> beautiful. 
So I'm just curious as to what you can shout out your Instagram. Do you want to? I don't know. Don't it, uh, now. Okay, now I made it a little <laughs> uncomfortable. But so, what draws you? What keeps you traveling all the time? Um, it is about uh, freedom of expression. It is about just being free and finding yourself. But in addition, it's also traveling because I want to immerse myself in other cultures. I want to find out more. To it, my, my life is more than just books or reading or you know traveling from back and forth and your know, monotonic daily life i want to stay yeah. out of that and and be able to just look at the world from a different perspective and traveling does that for me. yeah no i call i call it the snow globe effect i find that in life if you're not moving enough all the dust can settle okay. and every now and then you just need to shake the snow globe get some flakes up and be like listen man you're alive like you're doing the living thing yeah that's a good yeah no it's something that I kind of incorporate in my life because it's very easy just to like go through autopilot and just like turn on your car, put in your nine to five and go back. Mm -hmm. So how do you think, because I read self-help books, I do like them, but I find phrases like find yourself to be a little, a little triggering, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, go find your passion. It's like, oh yeah, let me go to the passion store and go pick it up next time I go pick up milk. <laughs> so what is it about traveling that allows you to find yourself? I think it's, um it might be like different foods it might be the art and like for example if i'm visiting an exhibit i always compare it to home which would be like new york for the moment so I that's interesting you said home is new york is that that's where we're going you're from new york or do you say? i'm not from home I, i'm not from new york i mean home, your home is now but i my guess home is now no. i guess i'm taking it as like a very literal yeah. sense like, so i'm gonna shut up is is basically for me is new york right Home is definitely Albania as well because I grew up there. So I guess I compare it to here. I compare art to art in New York. And then I just like to, it gives you a perspective of how like life is in these um, different places, but it also gives you perspective of what you like and how do you see yourself in that art, you know, like not to go too deep into it, but you try to always correlate everything that you see to yourself. Like, how does that help you develop as a person? Or how does that analogy help you think of different situations in your life and how would yeah. you move forward to that? Well, you got to be open to new experiences, exactly. right? There's an expression in AA, which is a mind works like a parachute. It's better when it's open. Right. So it sounds like by traveling, you're just, your mind's wide open. You're just seeing what comes in and you're seeing what you like and what you don't like. Exactly. Right. I think so. I think that's what we're getting at. So how is Barcelona? Barcelona is amazing. Um, we had such a wonderful time and of course we expected it. Honestly, yeah. we expected Have it. you been to Barcelona before? I've never been to Barcelona before. Uh, me and my brother is our first experience. I organized everything and um uh, what what type of role did he have in organizing was he like just tell me where to show up and i'll pack a bag a hundred percent and he was really supportive of my decisions so that was amazing. well that's the thing right it's like because i'm like that too right i'm like just tell me when we're going skiing i'll pack up my stuff and we'll get going but i can't have it both ways i can't if i'm going to pick the places i need to be a planner right right if i award you not award you, but if I'm like, you know what, do it. I can't have my say in being like, oh, but I don't want to go there. Right. So I'm so happy that he did. Because I can see that being a little conflicting. Because a lot of time travel is just like, no, I want to go to this place. And this is what it's going to be. So now, how long did you guys go for? So we went, I think it was like five days. What I, The only thing that really sticks to me is that I pressured him so hard to go into uh, Camp Nou, which is the soccer stadium over there he's a big soccer fan yeah and he's 
just didn't go. And I'm, I'm just, just still going to be. Can we talk about that? Yeah. What's up with that? What is up with that? What's up with that? I'm what, still going to ask him when I go home today. What do you think, what do you think was kind of holding him back? Uh, he said that wasn't my team. My team doesn't play there, so I don't want to miss it. Well, well, I don't know. God, I wish I knew soccer right now. Is it Barcelona Stadium? I, yeah, it is. FC Barcelona? I think so. And he's. And he didn't go? He didn't go because he's with Chelsea, so I can't. Okay, so we got a little rivalry going on. I can relate to it. But, like, I went to Fenway Park, and I'm a Yankee fan. You see that? You're getting called out. <laughs> we're, we're getting called out. <laughs> You're getting put on blast. You're getting put on blast. You got to defend yourself. And you wanted to go to – are you a soccer person? I watch it if my family watches it. Yeah. So. Are they a lot – Albania? Albania. Is Albania. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Do we have any other sports in Albania? Yeah, soccer. Just soccer. Interesting. So now, how often do you try to get out and travel? I get tra- I travel every chance I get. Yeah. Every second. <laughs> so guys, we're about two weeks from break right now. So Lola's pay Lola's internet <laughs> account, because I said next to her, is riddled with kayak, kiwi, hotels.com. She is always looking to this is no exaggeration. Yes. It's it's always a push like But it sounds like you love it. I love it. You love course. it. And one of the things which I hope to highlight here is that we all have our things which we love to do. Absolutely. And just because it's a little different and it doesn't jive with us, like our last guest, Brianna, she loves to cook, mm-hmm. loves food, loves Disney World. And I can't do that, but I see that it brings her so much joy. She's passionate about it. And I see that you're passionate about traveling too. So I just want to encourage listeners to. When you're listening to someone and they do something that's not exactly up to your part, just to accept it. That's what it is. Yeah, that's very well. Oh, thank you. It's because you're here and I just feel so free to offer beautiful <laughs> wisdom. So where where do we want to go to next? Um, next, I want to go to uh, Albania and London. But um, it's going to be a surprise for my grandparents. So <gasps> nobody say anything. Yeah. Okay. So listeners, <laughs> listeners, listen. If you're in Albania and where are your, what grand, what village are your grandparents in? They're from my city, Kalaya. Yeah. Don't, don't be telling them Lola's going to go to Kalaya. So your grandparents are still there. Yes, they're still there. Do you see them as much as you would want to see them? That's actually really tough. Um, I visited this summer and usually I go there. I used to go there once in two years, but then... Once every two years or once every year? Once every two years before. And then three years ago, I started going every year. Three years ago, you started going. Because I imagine, do you still have friends there? I have friends there. I have my family members there. So my house is there. So it just... Yeah, it it feels like home. It feels like home. You know, it'd be like if someone moved from Long Island to the city, you'd still want to go back a little bit. Right. Do you still... Do you like going back to Albania? Do you ex- do you explore your country a lot? Yes, I do. Every time we go, we went this summer. We've traveled maybe three out of seven days of the week. Just northern, southern Albania. Is it beautiful? Place. It's amazing. We have beaches. We have mountains. We have whatever you name it. Interesting. What's your favorite? Where's your favorite place in Albania? If the listeners could go to one place, where would you want them to go? My favorite place is called Korcha. Okay. And Korcha is not surrounded by sea. So if you want like sea, go to Burmi or Vlora. But um, Korcha is really beautiful. It's like they have this called, it's called like an old um, bazaar, which is like where they drink coffee and they have music festivals going in and people playing um, the guitars and everyone just joins in like a community team. So I think uh, highly recommend it. 
Yeah, it sounds lovely. It sounds like a little hippie-ish, like we're out in the community. So one of the things that I've noticed reoccurring is that you love community. Right. It's a big part of you. And I do think it's very important because I think, you know, this is part of the reason why I'm doing this is kind of build my community of listeners, of people that I haven't talked to in a while. So do you find you have a big Albanian community in New York? I do. We we try to make a community. We, I mean, Albanians who are in power of this, like they bring singers from Albania and everyone joins. To Brooklyn? To Brooklyn, oh, to no Manhattan. Kid. And yeah. uh, like we just had Albanian Independence Day on November 28th and new singers came in. You didn't tell me. <laughs> I'm telling you now. Well, okay. I'll put it in my calendar for next year, <laughs> November 28th. Whoever I interview is going to have to shout it out. <laughs> yes. And um, yeah, everyone joins in. All the Albanians from different parts of New York. Um, they are. They're a good community? community i would say do you have albanian restaurants in new york we do i even have an albanian store next to me they bring you have an albanian store next to you yes, oh wow it's from albania to new york so it's exactly like you would buy it feels it. like home yeah. a little bit so can i call it sort of armchair why you left tampa for a second yeah i think it's because and correct me if i'm wrong i will be proven wrong so much on this podcast mm-hmm. so feel free to correct me i think it's because one of the beautiful things about new york is that we have all these different communities right Right, I was talking to Brianna, and she goes to all these different restaurants to eat there. And it seems like you really found an Albanian community in New York that you kind of feel entrenched with, comfortable with. You can be yourself. You can talk about the foods. You can talk about the music. Right. What do you I think? Agree. I agree with you, with you on that. I think you got it right on the spot. Oh, my God. Look Good at job. that. I know. So what? Oh, look at that. <laughs> She's clapping from everyone. So what are your favorite things from Albania? Um... I don't have favorite things. Oh, I uh, favorite let, I, I, you know what? I always hate when people put me on the spot. It makes me very nervous. So <laughs> especially when they don't give you like a specific question. Right. So like what what do you get typically when you go to that? Like if you were to go to the, if we were to go to the Albanian store together, what, what am I going to eat today? The Albanian store? Um, I don't know. It depends on what you like. So um, I like whatever you like. So we're going to have. Sorry, I put you on the spot again. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, God. Does mom does mom cook Albanian food? My mom makes Albanian food. I make Albanian food. I started cooking since I was in sixth grade. You started cooking since you were in sixth grade? What made you want to cook? Family pressure. <laughs> Family pressure? No! Oh, my God! Can we talk about it? Yeah, so my parents were working, and I was the eldest, so I had to learn. In sixth grade. grade? Yes. My mom were, my mom and dad were going to school and working, and I was the only one home, so I had to learn how to cook. Such a immigrant story by the way and it just shows the strength of immigrants that your dad anesthesiologist mom math and physics teacher came here ate their humble pie went back to school did they want what did they go back for um i think my dad just went to learn the language um yeah well listen that's important we gotta we gotta serve we gotta communicate we gotta serve i can't give you anesthesia (laughs) could you imagine going to going to surgery and the guy speaks russian you're just like no i'm not get away from me that is true. Yeah, there's no way. There is no. Um, my mom, I think she finished her social work. I'm not too sure. Like, she, she got a degree for that. Well, I'm proud of her. I've I'm never met her, but I'm so that. proud of her because you have to come here. You're dealing with so many stresses. And then on top of that, to be like, I'm not going to rest on my laurels. I'm going back to school. I'm going to school with these 23-year-old idiots. And I've lived a full life. <laughs> I'm very proud of her. Yes, I'm very proud of her too. So now you had to cook. And for survival, mom and dad were weren't around that much, or yeah, mom wasn't that much, um, and dad too. But I learned pretty quick. 
And I had a good time doing it. I probably don't love it as much as Brianna does. So. Yeah. Well, no one loves it as much as Brianna does. So anyway, guys, we got to give some room for the sponsors here on the podcast. We'll be back with Lola in a little bit. Hey, guys, I want to talk to you about my sponsor, Anchor. They're the best way to make a podcast. First off, they're free. It takes no money to make a podcast. Second, Anchor does all the hard stuff that no one can understand. They they will take your podcast and distribute to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other places where podcasts are heard. So guys, if you want to start podcasting like me, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm on your browser. Thank you, and I hope you guys start podcasting with Anchor soon. What's up, everybody? We're back after a short little break with our guest, Lola. She's still here. She hasn't left us yet. We got a little talking to from security, but he was super cool about it. So here we're back. Round two of the interview. So one of the things which I think highlights your story is that there's a lot of movement, Mm -hmm. a lot of traveling. Yes. So I just kind of want to dive into that a little bit more. Where's your favorite place you've been? Um, I think... That's a tough question. That's, a, tough That's question. a okay. Let me let me put it to you like this. What if you could go back to three places in no order? Okay. Where would what comes to mind? The first one would be Ancona in Italy. Ancona in Italy. Yes. Where is that? That's, I would say, close to Roseto di Abruzzo, but I don't really even know where that is. I I don't even know what you said, <laughs> let alone know where 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 it is. Are you kidding me? <laughs> It's close by the water on the side of Albania. That's as much as I can explain it to you. Oh, that's good. I mean, I would have butchered it. I would have said the boot, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> no, the whole thing is the Well, no, like the bottom of the boot. Oh, the bo- okay. the whole one, thing The whole thing is the boot. My geography is a little questionable. I feel a little insecure right now. So I'm just going to pivot and say, so what do you like about it? So, Ancona, it was a city with a lot of history. And they had the water. The water was close by the sea. And... Um, what I liked is that we went in this historical museum, but then when you go all the way on the top, you had like the whole view of the city, which yeah. was surprising, and we didn't really expect it. So that was really nice, and it was it was like it gave you like a sense of a community. And in addition, I went with my cousins, and my brother too was also there. So we were all together for once because I hadn't seen them in over many, like I think maybe eight years. You haven't so, seen your cousins in eight yeah, years. Yeah, they lived in Italy. I would do. We never really got a chance to meet. So. Oh, you, did you ever meet them or was this your first time? I mean, after like so many years, yes, this was our first time when I went to Italy. That's crazy. That's like okay. finding out you have a mm-hmm. eight years a long time, especially yes. when you were, how old were you when you did this? God knows. I can't do math right now, but it was a very long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not that old. Don't act like. Yeah. I'm so something that I think I've kind of heard a lot about, I want to see how you feel about it. Like you really like history. Actually, talking about history, my family has uh, a long history. My great-grandfather, he was considered a national war hero. Your great-grandfather was considered a national war hero. Yes, talking about history. There is a school that's named after him. Lola, when were you going to tell me this? <laughs> you bring up history. <laughs> your great-grandfather. Yes. Who also, my dad has his name right now. What's his name? His name is Tahir. Can I Google him? Well, internet, I don't know. Um, but yeah. there's books published on him that I have at home. So, yeah. <laughs> I wish we were recording with visual right now because yeah. I'm stunned. <laughs> That's so amazing. What what war? What did he do? So How do you feel about it? I'm not World thinking- War War II hero. Yes. 
in my city. In, in my your city? In my country. So his um his clothes are in an exhibit in another city. And um, what? what? <laughs> this dude's like the George Washington. It sounds like of Albania. It's he's known over there. Okay. So one of the things which this podcast is about is that I understand bragging is an uncomfortable activity. Yeah. It is very uncomfortable. I don't like it. I don't like it. But I'm going to brag for my guests. Your great-grandfather is the George Washington of Albania. I mean, he's... he's Eisenhower. Okay, so what... So do you... How much do you know about him? So my my, uh, grandfather, he has like this... uh, iron box where he keeps like uh his medals that because my grandfather also fought in the war so he has like um medals and pins that they get as in yeah so let's add so let's add some context to this right um your grandpa dad's mom dad's dad and then so the war heroes is on your dad's side yes okay so grandpa fought in world war ii World War II. great grandpa fought in father son in the same war yeah, he died. I think it lasted for a pretty long time. I mean, he I lost it. No, no, like the the war lasted for a long. Oh, time. World War Two, in Albania. Wow. Yeah, that's me and history. Well, don't we, quote me on this, but me and history are not good together. All you're I not know, friends. We're not friends, obviously. Well, I'm, like, I'm, well, like, I, I, it doesn't sound like you're like best friends, but are you like friends? Friends? I mean, my family has. Uh, as I said, like my grandfather, my great grandfather, uh, he's pretty known. There's a school named after him. He has books published on uh, the heroic act that he did during the Do war. Do you know, again, I'm putting you on the spot and I, and I hate it. Do you know what he did? Yeah. So um, when the Germans, like according to history, when the Germans were coming to uh, fight in our, in the area that they were located, um, there was like a, a, a holiday going on. An Albanian in holiday. Albania. So they knew that most people would be home spending time with family. So my great grandfather went out to like uh, fight. So like so basically just protect the people. He's like Paul Revere. He basically <laughs> ran around Albania saying the Germans are coming. The Germans are coming. There we go. And um, so they killed him. And then um, he died. He died. And, and then that th- with that action, alerting the city. Alert, yes, exactly. So he was fighting with them, and then that whole battle that went on alerted the people that were celebrating at home. But then he died on the battlefield. So they took all of his clothes and then they sent it to, like, they kept it, they preserved it, and then he was sent on to an exhibit. I never knew that. I think that's. Absolutely- it's like, it's a story, like, I don't really tell to people unless, like, history is brought up, and then I'll just think about it. But. Well, that's why. This if I never did this podcast, I would have never known that about. It. There we go. How does how does your family? That must be a sense of tremendous pride. I can't imagine anything more honorable than not even serving your country but protecting your neighbors, right? Because right? it sounds like in Albania, we were talking before, you have a very close knit community. Yes. Everyone is it is everybody knowing everybody? Yes. Is it one of those towns where aunts and uncles don't live more than two blocks away from each other? Yes. He protected his family. Exactly. How do you feel? Is it like is it a sense of pride for you? Um, growing up, I didn't really know much about this story. So, and the first time I went to see the school was just a couple of years ago. So, is the school in the same town which he alerted? It's in the same city we're from. So it's in Cavaya. Did you go to the school? I didn't go to the school. That's absolutely amazing. Yes. I mean, if you went to the same school, I think that might be that'd be cool. It'd be cool, but um, it'd be like bring it'd be like bring your child to work day, but exactly. like this whole school's after him. Wow. How does your dad feel about it? My dad has a lot of um, 
pride about it. And like I mentioned, there are books published on my great-grandfather, my grandfather, and my dad. Your dad has books published about him from his work. Like the city, uh, they made these books to like talk about the people that they live in, like certain areas of Albania, like what they do or what they did. So my great grandfather is there because obviously history, and then my grandfather is also there, and then they also included my dad for his work as an anesthesiologist. So for his work, anesthesiologist, and they also talk about like his life and in terms of like lineage. So where does he come? What are, what are his, you know, a way to build community? Right. Are you famous? Like I said, I'm pretty known in my city, but I try to stay as low as I can because I just want to be able to like... So I think the answer is yes, you are famous. You won't say it, but I think... I don't think I'm... But, 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 but think about it, right? It's not even famous in the sense of like being a socialite. Like your family has done tremendous honorable things to warrant that fame. Yes. You know what I mean? It's not like you like or like an Instagram butt model. You know what I mean? No disrespect to Instagram butt models. There we go. But we're just elevating your yes. grandfather, your your great-grandfather, your fa- uh, words, your great-grandfather, your grandfather, and your dad. So you must carry around tremendous. So it is a lot of pressure. Like you are. Yeah. If I go over there, I'm going to act a certain way. But I guess like majority of Well, you're like code switching, right? That's like the word for it. It's like you act a certain way. When you're at school, then you code switch and with you with your boys and with you with the girls. Exactly. So, yeah, is that a lot? That must be. I feel pressure. I do feel pressure, but at the same time, um, it's part of my character anyway. So it's not like I'm a completely different persona when I go there. Yeah, well, you're just like an angel yeah. to begin with. Like if I went over there and had to live up to a a war hero, we 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 might we might run into some problems. You know what I mean? <laughs> but the way you naturally go through the world is so genuine, so caring, so friendly. Oh, you. Thank you. You have to do like a 0.1% switch in order to be the great granddaughter of a warrior. I would have to forget it. This is a disaster if I would do it. But yeah, what's that pressure like? Do you feel pressure to do something honorable? Do you feel pressure to act very prim and proper? Yeah, I think it's more like the proper. So if I'm going out in the city, I would have to watch out who I go out with. or what So what, what, what does that mean? Like. You can't go out with like the uncultured. Like if I was in Al- like you can't go out with me in Albania because no, I'm no. uncultured swine. I don't even know it's Celsius. <laughs> no, 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 not not if it's like uncultured, like who you are hanging out with. So it has to be like someone that could be like relative or it could be like a friend that you've known for a long time, but like not someone who's unknown. Or like watch your actions. What do you do? Like don't stand out. Like guess act proper. I mean, just at the same time, just be yourself. I, I couldn't explain. Well, it you you, you could say be yourself, but some people's <laughs> selves are like you know. But, but they're, 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 some people's selves are like a little, eh, you know what I mean? But yourself is so lovely. You, I don't, I don't want you to change a little bit because you're such a lovely human Thank being. You. Thank you. So now, do you like, does your dad pay for food in Albania? Like, is he known? Like, if he goes to the neighborhood, it's like, Tony, listen, you're not paying for, th- I don't know why I made his name Tony. Actually, that's, that's what I'm <laughs> Stop. You call your dad Tony? Well, I swear I just ripped that off the cuff. You call him Tony? What's his Albanian name? It's Tahir. Yeah, that sounds like a very good transition to Tony. So now, do you have the books on your great-grandfather, your grandfather, and your dad? I have them at home. I mean, I have them here in New York and then in Albania as well. So what is the book like? So it's um, just... Stories? Just stories. And it talks about like people's lives. It's not just my grandfather and my dad and my great-grandfather. It's like other people too. Yeah, but we we just want to highlight them. 
We want to be we we want to be selfish pigs on this podcast for our family and for ourselves. So, shout out to everyone else in the book. Yes, it's Lola Pie's family turn. There we go. But there are other people too who did amazing things. As yeah. Well, so it's it's a good read. But like, how many people saved the city from the Germans? I could tell you, but me and history don't go together. Yeah, so you I and history don't go together. It's a very good omission because, wow, I'm so happy I learned that. That sounds very. I don't. It's a good pressure to have though. It is because it brings out the best in you. Yeah. I think it brings out the absolute best in you. And there's nothing. And you, you've definitely risen to it. You're so successful. You're so talented. You're so smart. So beautiful. Your brother is so talented. And you have a sister as well. Yes, I do. So it's the three of you. Yes. You have you and your twin. Mm -hmm. You're here. He's in medical. Where's he in medical school? So he goes to KCU. Is that hard? Because that's your buddy. That's your A1 day one right there. You know what I mean? Now I got to separate. I don't know. How do I like that? Do I like it? It's really, um, it's tough um, being separated, but I think he's handling it as best as he could. Well, you know, we're, well, we're mad at him for not going to Barcelona. So we don't really care about him right now. How do you feel about it? Um, Obviously you want him here. Of course. I want him here. You want him here. Um, it's okay because this is another experience in life. You know, people take different paths and everything happens for a reason. So it's just yeah. a chance for him to grow. You know what it is? I, I, and I, this is something that I want to armchair theorize. It's like people think of life of one as one giant arc. Right. It's like a bunch of little arcs. You know, you do two years here, three years there, four like years that. there. That's a good analogy. Oh, thank you. The fact that you like my analogies makes me so happy. But yeah, so now... There's the two of you. And how is your sister older, younger? My sister's younger. She recently got accepted to pharmacy school, so we're very proud of her. Yay! Shout out. So let's 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 just set the record straight, everyone. We have a doctor, future neurosurgeon. We have Lola who's in PA school. Right. And we have a pharmacist mm-hmm. in the making. So we must have wanted to follow in dad's footsteps a little bit. Um I guess it's... Or let me let me backtrack that a little bit. Not even following his footsteps, but just be inspired by it. Yes, it's more like inspiration. Um, there was like no pressure or anything to go into the medical field, but... It was just natural. It's just natural. You were just like, this guy is just... so respected in his community. He's doing honorable... Did he like being in anesthesiology? Oh, he loved it. He, he loved, loved it. it? He loved it. And he also did uh, general as well, because when he finished school, you have to go through like general first before... General like, like, anesthesia? Then, like... Um, internist like general yeah. medicine you know and then you so what's the schooling like to be a doctor in albania because here we have you go to medical school you go to residency similar thing over there yeah it's a similar thing he had um i mean he finished during the communism era in albania yeah we haven't even touched on that I, yet i can't give you much information on that because me and history once again you and history oh <laughs> but um, how was the do you where this is the only question i'll ask because you and history how was the education under communist Russia under um, the soviet union it was very strict and there was only a certain amount of people who actually had the privilege to go on to school so like for a certain city it would be like three doctors that's as much as people so you have like it was highly competitive yeah and only people who deserve to continue school would get it. so what major dads do you know what major dads stick out at all I mean, he's really bright and yeah. he, it's something that i guess he was passionate about yeah he must have been Right, and he must have won. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. There must have been some drawing or inclination to serve your community a little bit. You know, he saw his grandfather do it. He saw his dad do it, and he wants to do it in his own way. Oh yeah. You know, I don't think everyone has the bravery to go 
fight a war, but we it's pretty brave to be an NXT. That's listen, we're we're doing the real thing in there. We're doing the real thing. Mm-hmm. So now you three, brother, sister, you are all in medicine now. Mm-hmm. And how do you what's what's Thanksgiving dinner like? Are we just talking shop all day? We're talking mechanism of action, we're talking <laughs> pathophys and dad's anesthesia. <laughs> what's poor mom? She poor mom's just a low My- math and physics teacher, and you got these blokes talking about medicine. I, I don't know if I like that. Well, my mom has Google, so technically she's... Oh, is- shout out to Google real fast. Google, if you want to sponsor the podcast, you are officially invited. <laughs> so so you're at Thanksgiving dinner talking about the pathophysiology of schizophrenia, the mechanism matching of lithium, right. and mom is on the Google. Yes. And, and dad is... We can't compare to dad yet because my dad did so many years of school, and he says when you reach the amount of years of school that I did, then uh, we can talk about it. How many years? Over 30. Over 30 yes. years of school. Wow. It's a long time, man. We, we got a, a couple of 20 years to go. <laughs> what do I? I think I'm at 20. What are we at? 24. We're up there, dude. We're not getting done. So now something that I know you take tremendous pride in is that you're now an aunt. Yes, absolutely. You are now, you have a nephew. Mm-hmm. It's your sister's. Right. And What's he, your sister's name? So her name is Dorina. Dorina. Mm-hmm. And what's your nephew's name? Ardy. Ardy. Mm-hmm. It sounds similar to your brother's name. Ardy Armadi. Yeah. A little A's. Other than the A, it's really not. So I'm just going to be quiet and let you speak. Um, <laughs> how do you like being an aunt? I love it. I don't get to spend as much time as I would like with him. So every time he comes, he's always learning something new. What's so. you? So you're always, at least every time I see you, whenever you talk about your nephew, whenever you have a weekend with your nephew, you have so much pride. Absolutely. Your eyes light up. And what are your favorite things to do with them? Um, I, when I get a chance, is we watch Mickey Mouse together because that's his favorite that's thing his favorite. in the world. And um, yeah. it's my favorite. It's Pluto's favorite thing in the world too. Oh, oh same. So now they... universal thing. So now, what do you like about being an aunt? I like that I can, when he grows up a little bit more, I can give him the freedom to just be himself. And I'm not. Anything, you're not mom. I'm not mom. So Are you gonna be a cool aunt? I can picture you. You're gonna yes. be cool. We're gonna be taking him. To, we're gonna be traveling to Barcelona with him. Yes. And, coloring outside the lines, right. getting a little trouble, staying out past curfew, like a little bit, not too much. You know, you want to be. Crazy aunt, not insane aunt. There we go. You know, you don't want to push him on to the Dr. Phil show. <laughs> you just want to have to have some good stories a little bit. Yes, that's the goal. I can't wait for that. And, I mean, the one thing that you like, which I can attest to, the kid's beyond cute. All right. I mean, he, you just look at this kid, and he is so dang cute. He's adorable. He's a, And how old is he? He's a year and a half. Wow, what a great age. Because now they're starting to, like, dude, they're like humans. Right. They can start moving now. Mm-hmm. They start painting their face with chocolate. Sparky. <laughs> well, that's why. Big shout out to being an ant here because you don't have to clean that up. I don't. I'm not. No, I'm not cleaning up. Just I'm, take pictures of just it. Take, the the ant's number one job, take pictures. If you take pictures, you're a great ant. There we go. Take pictures, make a funny face. Buy more chocolate. Buy more. Yeah. <laughs> if, I have a, if I have a nephew or a niece and they have chocolate on the face, my first reaction, buy more chocolate. Not my problem. Absolutely. Yeah, a hundred percent. So now, how's your sister gonna do that with pharmacy? That seems like a lot of, a lot of she pressure. She is a super mom. She did. Oh wow! She really is. Take me through that. 
So she was going, she was working in pharmacy while applying for pharmacy school, while taking classes, while taking care of the baby. So she has so much free time. She makes free time. How does she do it? I, can she teach me? Can she teach Well, I'm doing like this silly podcast and you're doing it too. So like. She could definitely give us a few lessons on that. Definitely. Well, big shout out to moms out there. I mean, Absolutely. so. Super- I believe in her. She, she I. That's tough. And where is she going to pharmacy school? Toro. Toro, in the city. In the city. Uh, your parents must be over the moon. Probably. They're really happy, but um, I think it's more so if we're happy. Like, if, you, if you're happy doing what you're doing, then they're happy. It so, doesn't really matter, like, what you're doing with your yeah. life, as long as it's something that makes you happy. That is such, that is so unexpected, coming from the lineage that you come from, which is war hero, war hero anesthesiologist you there's a part of you that must be like Dustin I mean it can't go any higher than you really can't I mean you can only go down at that point what well your brother's gonna be a, a brain surgeon so that might gonna be match up and then we're just balancing it out <laughs> yeah well that's absolutely incredible man. so now are you and your sister close close um Dorina is very outgoing the craziest out of all of us she oh is, we if you think you're well, how is she out it's crazy she's crazy she's uh, and you've met me Yes, and I met you. And you've met me. And is she more crazy than me? Yes. She is more crazy than me. I have a silly microphone. I'm illegally parked in the back of this parking lot with a podcast going <laughs> for my works. mom and dad. And you, she's more crazy than me. Mm-hmm. But it's but just looking at your face, you love her. Yes, I love her. She's amazing. What are some? Give me. What are some crazy? What makes her crazy? I like that she's very nonchalant. She doesn't make you stress whatsoever. And she just takes it very low key. So if there's something that's bothering you, she'll know exactly what to say to like pick up your mood. So my to go to person. Wow. Right there. Just knows what to say without you telling her. Yes. It's like a superpower. Very. Mm-hmm. I think I you have that too. I'm working on it. It's a great skill to have. It is. I've never met anyone who's like, this person told me exactly what I needed to hear. And I never want to hang out with them again. That sentence has never been uttered right. in the history of mankind. So, anyway, I had so much fun interviewing you. It was so much fun being here. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> and I hope everyone stays tuned for our next guest. I hope you guys all had fun with our sweet little lullaby. Until next week, listeners.